BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets one deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, good afternoon. Live from uh, UCCU Ballpark in Orem. BYU and UVU going at it for the second time this year. And uh, Brian Sue steps in. He's got a 3-0 count on him as we go on the air here. As uh, the game has just begun in pro in Orem, a beautiful day for baseball here in um, Orem, Utah. Cougars beat UVU earlier in the year, and Mason uh, Gray, the pitcher, walks Brian Sue on four pitches. So the Cougars will have a quick base runner here, and that will bring up uh, Brian Call. Yeah, not the start that uh, Mason Gray would like, but a good start for the Cougs there, getting that uh, four-pitch walk to start the game. That'll bring up Brian Call. Brian Call's first at bat as a collegiate as he steps in, a freshman out of Mission Viejo, and he takes a pitch outside, so five straight pitches from Mason Gray out of the strike zone, and now quickly the shortstop comes in to have a little chat with Gray, and if I understand it, that will count as an official visit to the mound. Yeah, official visit to the mound now, which is why the umpires are marking it down. You know, I absolutely love that because that has shortened games. I can, you can see a remarkable difference, especially some teams that used to send their entire infield in. It seemed like once a, once an inning. Sue, good speed at first base, good lead. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that pitch is over for a strike. Brian Call uh, coming in as a freshman and uh, getting the start here. His first start of his collegiate career has not had a – a, and at bat this year, wearing number eight on the back of the jersey, playing at second base. And Call grounds this one down the first baseline. Defensively, Cade Polson at first base for UVU. He'll, Cody Hall at second, Trevor Howell at short. Mick Madsen at third base, Jack Berry in left field, Michael Mel- Beltran in center, and Alessandro Marco, or Alexandro Marco is in right field. Drew Sims behind the plate, and Mason Gray is on the hill. 2-2 pitch, up high, ball three. Mason Gray, this year, 9.31 earned run average. This will be his fifth appearance, his second, or his third start. Opponents hitting 229 off of Gray. And the 3-2 pitch, that ball's lined into center field. Center fielder right there makes the catch. Good at bat right there by Brian Cole. Yeah, good swing right there. Fastball running away, hit it right back up the middle. Just right at the center fielder. Nice and easy play for the center fielder. Mark Hill now will step in. Brock Hill, the right fielder, 266 average. 266 average as he steps in right fielder. And the first pitch up high, ball one. Brock, a senior out of Mesa, Arizona, two home runs, 12 RBIs. Had that long home run last weekend against uh, Gonzaga. That was the game the Cougars won. They lost two out of three to the Bulldogs. That pitch is over for a strike, one and one the count on Hale. Again, ballpark, uh, they didn't even show the uh, measurements down the lines here because they're so short. You hit a ball up and pull it down either line, you got a pretty good chance of hitting it out of this ballpark. Yes, you do. So two balls and a strike. To Brock Hale. And he hammers one deep left center field. Looking up, this ball is out of here. Brock Hale's third home run of the year. A two-run shot over the left center field wall. That wasn't a cheap one. That was uh, that was back in that left center field alley. And that's a, that's a good shot, good home run for Hale. And puts the Cougars on top here early, two to nothing. Yeah, that's a home run that uh, will be hit in any ballpark. Like you said, it wasn't a cheap one at all. You can get a cheap one down the line here, but that definitely wasn't one of them. Good piece there by Brock. Jackson Clough now steps in. Jackson hitting from the left side. Shortstop today. 
We've seen him at second. We've seen him at short. We've seen him at third. And today he happens to be the shortstop. First pitch is inside for a ball. Cougars have kind of changed up the lineup a little bit, gives some guys some at-bats, including Brian Call, Austin Deming, who's up after Clough, another freshman. That ball's hit into right field, base hit by uh, Jackson Clough. Ground ball just past the glove of Cody Hall at second base. Yeah, Jackson's been seeing the ball real real well lately, Brent. Just been fantastic what he's been able to do. That will bring to the plate Austin Deming, the freshman out of Santa Clara, Utah. Deming, a a pitcher, has got a great arm, and uh, he's DHing here tonight. But I guess his normal position when he's when he's playing on the field is the DH. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's over for a strike. Yeah, Austin also is a guy who can uh, who can pitch for us. Has some innings on the air as well, and can play first, a little bit of third. Good-looking freshman that uh, really can hit, and Coach Littlewood really thinks he's a guy that can hit in his career. Pitch is down low. Deming out of Snow Canyon High School. Same uh, high school uh, Riley Gates, the Cougar reliever, is out of. Deming, six foot, 190. 286 average uh, this year for the Cougars. Slightly open stance to the plate, and here's the 2-1 pitch. That's over for call, strike two. One, one man out here in the top of the first. The Cougars on the strength of the Brock Hale home run lead 2-0. Mason Gray, wearing number 34 out there for the Wolverines, right-handed hitter. That pitch is well outside ball three. Yeah, probably a good time here. The Coach Littlewood might send Clough. Good speed, leads the team in steals. And uh, Deming's the guy that puts the ball in play. Little, little hit and run action here. 3-2 pitch, ball fouled at the plate. And you were right, uh, Clough was moving on the pitch. Gray is a freshman, wearing number 34, 63205. He's out of Pinnacle High School down in Phoenix. Kind of a staff day for both teams, so you're going to see a lot of pitchers run out there. Ryan Brady that gets the start for the Cougars. Boy, good news for Cougar Nation to see Brady back on the mound. 3-2 pitch. That ball hit pretty well. Center fielder going back. Back in the left center field alley. Makes the play for the out. Ball hit very well by Deming. Big ballpark in that left center field alley, especially. Yeah, that's the deepest part of the field right there that he went at. He hit it hard. But uh, center field did a good job of going and getting that. You know, they don't have any um, footages out there on the. They used to in left center and and, uh, straightaway center. It's a bomb to get it out of here in center field. And Mitch McIntyre, left fielder for the Cougars, steps in. Cougar's really kind of waiting for Mitch to erupt offensively. He's only hitting 218 on the year. Has a home run, four RBIs. Very valuable member of this team, not only on the field defensively, but also with the arm. Has uh, pitched very good last week uh, for the Cougars. Coming out of that DH role and uh, coming in in relief, pitches inside for a ball. Yeah, he really is dynamic and can really help the team in multiple ways. McIntyre with uh, four RBIs, also has great speed, has three stolen bases on the year. But McIntyre, a uh, sophomore, playing his uh, sophomore year out of Tooele High School. Had a good year last year as a freshman. And McIntyre pops it up. This should do it. Center fielder coming in a couple of steps. He'll get there and he'll make the catch. And so the Cougars are limited to two runs on two hits, no errors, one man left. We are through a half an inning. Cougars, two. Wolverines coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here at uh, UCCU Ballpark. As the Cougars leading two to nothing over the Wolverines. 
and Ryan Brady, who coming off Tommy John surgery, just almost the anniversary date, right? He, he had two outings against uh, his freshman year, came down with Tommy John. This kid, a dynamic pitcher. I think, uh, Tuck, you, you would agree, one of the dynamic recruits the Cougars have uh, signed since Coach Littlewood has come. And it was tough to see him go down. And if he can get back to where he was, this kid's going to make a big difference. Yeah, he was the guy that we expected to come in last year as a uh, and be a rotation arm as a freshman and started two games and got hurt. So great to see him back on the mound. That'll bring um, the top of the order for UVU. Cody Hall, second baseman, steps in. He fouls the pitch off. Uh, Ryan Brady tonight on about a 25-30 pitch count. would like to get him through at least one inning. It was either... Pitch is fouled up and out of play. Apologize, we're having a little technical trouble right now with uh, with uh, Tuckett's microphone. As here is the 0-2. Just missed outside. Yeah, he, he did just miss. There's a ball hit up the middle, base hit. Yeah, fastball running away. Just hit it right back up the middle for a leadoff single. Batting second for UVU, shortstop number two, Trevor Howell. Trevor Howell now will step in. So Hall singles to lead off the game for UVU, and Trevor Howell, the shortstop. He's hitting 169 in the year with a, a couple of RBIs. Cougars coming into the ballgame, 13 wins, 5 losses. UVU, 3 wins and 16 losses. UVU gets into conference play this weekend going up to Seattle. And the Cougars will host uh, Portland this weekend. There's a pitch that's down low for ball one. One ball, no strikes with uh, nobody out. Bottom of the first. Cougars leading here in a game that's just started here at UCCU Ballpark by a score of 2 to nothing. Brock Hill with a two-run shot in the top of the first. There's a squares to bunt, takes the pitch outside for ball two. Tell us a little about uh, Ryan Brady. If we, can. I know we're having trouble with your mic. Let's see if we've got it fixed. Yeah, Ryan's a guy that uh, can, can really just command his fastball. He can throw it both sides of the plate at the knees. Two balls and no strikes. Pitch is fouled up and out of play to Trevor Howell. Howell, a senior out of San Diego. He'll be followed by Michael Beltran. Defensively, the Cougars have got Sue at first base. Brian Call at second. Jackson Clough, the shortstop. Casey Jacobson at third. Mitch McIntyre in left. Denny Danny Jelilich in uh, center, Brock Hale in right, and Ryan Brady, the redshirt freshman out of Park City High School on the hill. Ball fouled off again, runner moving on that pitch. So again, the count still two and two. Cody Hall, good speed, has got four stolen bases on the year. He's been thrown out twice. Abraham Valdez is the catcher for the Cougars behind the plate tonight. Boy, what a beautiful uh, March evening for baseball here in Orem. Haven't had a whole lot of these evenings so far this spring. It's it's nice to nice to see the weather turning around a little bit. Two-two pitch, ball fouled off and out of play again. Well, it's nice to see sunshine, Brent. We've had so many cloudy, rainy, snowy type days, and the last three or four days, really good sunshine. Trevor Hall again, two balls, two strikes, the count. Michael Beltran, center fielder, is in the on-deck circle. Cougars in the road gray tonight with the, well, there's a good pitch. Curveball caught the inside corner for a strike. Yeah, that was a filthy pitch right there by Ryan Brady. 
Just curveball that started at the hip. Hal had no idea what to do with that pitch. Good strikeout there for Ryan. I was afraid it might have fooled the umpire a little yeah. bit there. He was a little slow, Randy Upton, in making the strike call. He was. He definitely was. Andrew Torton is the Torfin is the first base umpire, and Jared Ferens is the third base umpire. I'll tell you, Upton and Ferens are both what about six 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 seven, and yeah. and poor Andrew Torfin's about five seven when they were standing at home plate uh, for the uh, the anthem. It was quite a difference. Another curveball, another strike. Boy, you can see that good, sharp, breaking pitch off the uh, hand of Ryan Brady. As Michael Beltran leads this team in hitting with a 362 average, steps in. Beltran out of uh, Clovis, California, really a baseball hotbed down there uh, in the Fresno area. A lot of good players coming out of that area. Beltran is a senior. He's got five RBIs. He has uh, one stolen base and two attempts this year. And he's really been hitting well for him this year. Just been hot as can be. Pitch is over for a strike, 0-2. Beltran had a hit in Provo earlier in the year as he went one for four. Cougars won that game by a score of 5-1. to one over the Wolverines. This will be the last meeting between these two schools this year. Swing and a miss. Good fastball there. Belt, or, uh, Brady, what, 92-93 when he was healthy before? Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is the pitch he got hurt on in, at Hawaii last year was a 93-mile-an-hour painted fastball for strike three. And he came off the mound and said, Coach, my, my, there's something wrong with my elbow. Yeah. Got the MRI, and sure enough, he had a, a three-quarter tear in there and had to go get the, the Tommy John surgery. I remember that because I remember him kind of dragging his arm yeah. as he was walking off, and you could see there was definitely something wrong. Two men out, runner at first base, and uh, Marco Alexander steps in. And there's a curveball that just misses down low, ball one. That's Brady's 14th pitch, as, a, as we've said. He's on about a no more than 25, 30 pitches. Cougars have got some bullpen action already up. As they're hoping within the next few weeks they can get him up into the 60, 70, 80 pitch count and really make a difference on this team he would be a, a what an addition to that bullpen or possibly even spot starter yeah if you can get his his pitch count up to the 80 range then you can start to, to spot to spot start him on tuesdays or even weekend rotation but uh with that arm being so precious coach Littlewood's going to do a, just a great job of just managing that arm and making sure that he feels right ball grounded foul down the third baseline A 1-1 count to Alexander with Drew Sims, the catcher, on deck. Alexander, a junior out of Las Vegas, steps in. This Cougar pitching staff has been outstanding this year. They've allowed four runs or fewer in 14 of their 18 games. There's a strike, one and two. And the Cougars, their losses have come by one run, four runs, and then, and then three two-run losses. So they have been in absolutely every ball game, and they're off to their second best start ever in school history. 13 wins, five losses. Yeah, one hit here and there, and it's a different story in some of those games. One and two. Ball hit pretty well down the left field line. If this ball stays fair, it might be out of here. And it is a home run by Marco Alexander. That ball was hit more than 310 feet or so, but it just wrapped around the foul pole, and we're all tied up at 2-2. He was completely fooled on the pitch. Oh, yeah, out in front, just one-handed it, hooked it down the line, which is where you want to go. And at any ballpark at our yard, it probably bounces off, bounces, and then hits the wall and left. But... Hey, you're playing at home, and you know your field, and you hook one down the line, and you tied the game up. 2-2 the score, and that will bring Drew Sims up. Boy, tough luck pitch right there for Ryan Brady. Yeah, it really was. He was looking so dynamic and then completely fools Alexander, but give him credit. Got enough of the bat on the ball to get it out of the ballpark. First pitch over for a strike. 
That is the eighth home run of the year by UVU. And here is the 0-1. That pitch is a little bit low. One ball and one strike to Sims. He's out of Murrieta, California. Big kid, 6'4", 220. 1-1 one, one pitch. That ball's hit uh, out to Clough at short. Jackson's got it. He'll throw him out. We're through one. We're all knotted up 2-2. Two, two. Cougars and Wolverines on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here in uh, Orem. As the Cougars and Wolverines have played one, both teams on the strength of a pair of couple of two-run home runs, Tuck. We're all tied up at 2-2. Casey Jacobson will lead it off for the Cougars. He'll be followed by Abraham Valdez and then uh, Danny Jelilich. As Jacobson, the senior out of Flower Mound, Texas, hitting an even 200 on the year with three RBIs, steps in. Jacobson, a tremendous defensive third baseman. And the pitch is over for a strike. Been struggling a little bit, swinging the bat. His, his BP, though, the last uh, couple weeks have been really, really well, really much, much better. Just good line drive swings, and he's been really working to get everything back online. And I think he's going to have a good day today. One ball, one strike, nobody out. Top of the second. Check swing. Foul ball over near the Cougar dugout. And the count now one and two. One ball, two strikes. Jacobson steps back in. He swings and misses. Goes down on strikes. We're out number one. Yeah, good fastball running away right there. Tough pitch to hit and plane on. Got the good strike out there. Abraham Valdez now steps in. Valdez, the junior out of San Diego. JC transfer, batting from the right side. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Valdez uh, had a chance to meet him and talk with him a little. Boy, what a, what a great kid. Yeah, he's a really good kid. Comes from a fun, fa- an awesome family. Hard worker. 1-0 pitch right up the middle. Base hit by Valdez. Good piece of hitting right there. Fastball inside out. Line drive almost took it right off of yeah. Mason Gray right there. Yeah, just missed. Gray as he uh, line shot right past him. And Jelilich now will step in. Danny again battling a little bit as we've talked about offensively. Back in the lineup in center field today. Boy, what an asset he is out there with his speed and his ability to run balls down. Jelich uh, batting ninth. There's a ground ball out to the third baseman on to second for one. The return to first, not even close at first base. So Jelich on the fielder's choice. Valdez retired at second base on the putout. Two men down. Top of the order, Brian Sue steps in. Brian Walked his first time up. Brian Sue. 403 average coming in and he hits one right up the middle base hit. Jelich around second base. Here he goes and he'll easily make it into third base. I think the center fielder was a little in disbelief that he had the ball in his glove when Jelich rounded the back at second base. And you knew that where Jelich was going, and you knew they had no chance to get him. Yeah, he's just got game-changing speed. The minute that gets in the outfield, you know he's going to go first to third. Just wasn't hit hard enough. But, uh, and sure enough, he slides in there nice and easy, which puts the first and third two out with a chance for Brian Call to get his first RBI here as a Coug. Call hit the ball hard his last time up. Hit flew out to deep center field. His first at bat is a collegian. So Brian Call wearing number eight on the jersey. At a mission Viejo. And the pitch to call is outside ball one. Straight change there from Mason Gray. 
tough time to hit right now. You have the shadow. You have the stadium shadow right over the mound, and then there's a huge opening with the sun, and then the shadow again at the plate. 1-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. One ball and one strike to call. Left-handed hitter. Call an excellent defensive second baseman, but just hasn't been able to find a spot out there with all those uh, talented infielders the uh, Cougars have. Pitches down low. Yeah, tons of depth, like you said. A lot of talented infielders and and offensively, you know, coming off his mission, he was a, he struggled a little bit in the fall. And then as he got back this spring, he's really started to get going offensively. And because of that, coach was like, all right, hey, we're going to give him a shot and see if he can get it done. He's really just worked hard and earned this opportunity. Two balls and a strike to call. Here's the pitch. That's up high. Check swing. He held it back in the count now, 3-1 and one on the Cougar freshman. Well, this is where you need to be really selective if you're Brian Call, knowing the guy who's on deck, right, and what he just did his last up at. 3-1. That's way outside for a ball. I guarantee you Mason Gray wanted to throw a strike right there, Absolutely. but wasn't able to. The last person he wants to face right here is Brock Hale after what he did to him in the first inning. Pitching coach out to have a little chat with uh, Mason Gray and Hale, who hit the two-run home run in the first, back up there with bases loaded, two men down. And the coach out to uh, have a little chat. Eric Madsen in his 11th year is the head coach. I don't think that's Eric. It is, actually. Is that Eric? It is, yeah. Couldn't tell for the body style. Had a, his little jacket on. Where's number 33 in his 11th year here for uh, the Wolverines. They are picked ninth in the uh, WAC conference this year. And preseason predictions. Wolverines struggled uh, last year. And 3-16 and so far this year. They played a lot of tough games, good opponents. Really felt for them this weekend. They had UC Irvine beat at home here on Saturday and gave up a lead and lost in extras. Yeah, they played at Fresno State, at South Carolina, at UC Davis. Pitch is over for a strike. They also uh, split with Niagara, and then they uh, had UC Irvine here. So they've played, I think, about a nine-game uh, homestand here after tonight. The 0-1 pitch popped up. Foul behind home plate. And that ball will find the seats, and the count uh, goes to 0-2 to Brock Hale. Yeah, Mason's challenging him. Fastball, call strike one on the outside corner, and then attacked with a, a high fastball right there. Brock Hale, right-handed hitter, steps back in. And here's the 0-2. Hale hits the ball up the middle, base hit. One run scores. Here comes Sue, and he'll score. And Brock Hill with four RBIs in the ballgame, and the Cougars leading 4-2. to two. Not often do you see one guy get four RBIs in the first two innings, and that's the only RBIs you have on the team. But a great swing right there by Brock. One-two count, fastball away. He just hit it right back up the middle to score two runs. Brock really started seeing the ball in game one against Gonzaga. Started re- he, he only got one hit and hit three missiles, and then, of course, game two, he really went off and had a couple good swings in game three, so I I think Brock Hill's back. Jackson Clough now, he singled the right field his first time up as he will step in, and the first pitch to Clough is way high and outside, ball one. Clough uh, hitting at 378 coming into this ball game. Off his mission and uh, has, uh, just stepped right in very comfortably and really picked it, his game up. Had a good freshman year, but uh, not like this. Not as productive as he's uh, been here his sophomore year. Yeah, him and Daniel Schneeman split a bunch of time at third base because Hayden Nielsen was at short. Both got a lot of time, but uh, he's really just taken over and been fantastic this year. 2-0 pitch down low, ball three. Been so impressive the way how 
just aggressive and on time he's been offensively. He's had some big hits for us this year. Obviously, he's our leader in RBIs, and nice to have that guy following Brock Hill. Wolverines now have a right-hander up in the pen. That pitch is over for a strike. Cougars have a left-hander that is like ready to come. Ben Weiss out there. So Weiss will pitch the second inning for BYU. Cougars four runs, five hits in the ball game. Had a couple of home runs, one by each team. And here is the pitch to Clough. Big swing and a miss, but I think that was a straight change on 3-1. Completely fooled Clough. And as you'd mentioned, going from the shadow to the yeah. sunshine into the shadow. Sometimes it's hard to pick up that spin. I don't think uh, Jackson saw that ball well at all. Well, runners will be going here. 3-2, two, two out. And the pitch. Clough pops it up. Shallow center field, second baseman going out, shortstop going out, shortstop calling everybody off. Trevor Howe makes the play for the out. So the Cougars score two more runs. They get those two runs on three base hits. There were no errors, two runners left. We're through a one and a half. Four-two Cougars over the Wolverines on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Brent Norton, Tuck and Slade, bringing you Cougar baseball. Tuck uh, will be together Thursday night as the Pilots of Portland come to town. Portland uh, lost two of three over the weekend, but they are 15-6. and six. Every team except for Santa Clara has double-digit wins in this West Coast Conference. Pretty impressive. Yeah, the league's playing fantastic. So the new pitcher is Ben Weiss, wearing number 45. First pitch over for a strike. Yeah, and even Santa Clara this weekend, like you said, they don't have double-digit wins, but they took three, three, three of the four games against LMU were one run, and one of the games went 18 innings, so they had a chance to beat those guys. There's a ground ball out to Clough. Big hop for Jackson. He'll throw him out. That was Mick Madsen, coach's son. Grounds out 6-3, just off his mission. Played at American Fork High School. I remember watching him in high school. He was a lot of fun. Just a gamer. That will bring to the plate Polson. Polson steps in. He swings and misses at a breaking pitch from uh, Ben Weiss. Weiss, uh, a lefty, 6'1", 180-pound junior out of uh, River Heights, Utah, by way of Salt Lake Community College. Tell us a little about Weiss. Yeah, Ben Weiss is fantastic. Return missionary. Had two good seasons at Salt Lake. Ball popped up and out of place. So mission after the two years at Salt Lake. So he went one year. Actually, no, sorry. He went on a mission out of high school, then pitched two years at Salt Lake, and then and then came here. He uh, he had some offers to go other places, decided to come here, wanted to be a Coug. You know, fits in with the culture, fantastic. Is a guy who we thought might have a chance to win a rotation job, being that he's an upper 80s lefty, that you'd like to have that as a rotation. Pitch is a swing and a miss. Polson goes down on strikes. So that will be the second out of the inning. Yeah, and that, uh, that breaking ball right there, he has a plus-plus curveball. And he's a guy that at, at times when he has no fastball command, he can't pitch off that curveball. But when he has fastball command, that curveball is so good that it's a strikeout out pitch. And uh, he's a guy that if he can get a little bit of confidence, because he had a really good first outing, and then against Cal he struggled and made one mistake that gave up a triple and that ended up taking the lead there in the sixth inning. Uh, if he can get some confidence going, he's a guy that can really help us this year. Payson Hayes now steps in, right-handed hitter. And the first pitch outside, ball one. He's out of Blackfoot, Idaho. 6'3", 215-pounder, hitting an even 100 on the air is Payson Hayes. Not sure I've ever seen Payson used for a first name. P-A-C-E-N. Ball popped down the right field line, and that ball will uh, be out of play. That's how short it is in right field. That ball is about <laughs> 10 feet foul. It's a routine pop-up, and it left the yard. Wow. Hayes, uh, 30 at-bats, three hits, does have an RBI. This will be his ninth start of the year. So he's uh, started in about half the games for the Wolverines. And there's a curveball. It's up and out of the zone, 2-1 and one the count to Hayes. He'll be followed by Jake Berry, the number nine hitter. 
Cougars leading four to two. Four runs uh, on five hits. As Brock Hill, Cougar right fielder's got all four RBIs in the ballgame. Ball hit hard down to uh, Casey Jacobson. He loves it and throws him out. And the Wolverines out uh, one, two, three here in the second. We're through two. Cougars lead 4-2 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Austin Deming leads it off for the Cougars. He uh, flew out to center field his first time up. Deming pops one right straight back over our head in the press box here for strike one. Deming, as we've mentioned, freshman out of Santa Clara, two-way player. You'll see him on the mound this year as well as uh, maybe DH, maybe a little bit at first base. Pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, some of these freshmen just got caught in the fact that there's some seniors ahead of them in the rotation. And uh, and on the defense, I mean, Stu's an All-American candidate at first base, and so it's hard for those guys to, to get any action. Ball fouled out of play. Yeah, Sue hitting 400 and a senior pretty tough to – Supplant that guy. And Deming, I think he, as a freshman, he might be most valuable on the mound. He's got a dynamic arm. Yeah, he really does. 90-92 mile an hour fastball, and he's got some power at the plate and a really good approach. 0-2 pitch. That ball's hammered into center field. Base hit by Austin Deming. Yeah, I love his approach. I mean, you can see very calm, relaxed. Uh, You know, the stage isn't too big for him and uh, swings the bat well. Yeah, you know, he had two really big hits for us at Lamar in game three in the game that we won, and uh, he just really hasn't had a chance to to see too many at-bats since then because we had Keaton Kringlin, the senior, again. So just kind of the it makes it tough for some of these young guys to get a a chance. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch is uh, outside ball one. McIntyre flew out to center field his first time up. Ball hit very well. Left center fielder going into the left center field alleys there and will make the catch for the out. So McIntyre, two fly ball outs, both times to center field, one man out. Casey Jacobson, who struck out his first time up, will step in. Yeah, Mitch has got to get the ball out of the air. He's a guy who just runs too well, and a couple of hits he had this weekend against the Zags were ground ball type hits and line drives. He needs to get back to that swing that makes him real successful. That fly ball, just a routine out. Runner at first base, one man down, and Jacobson coming to the plate. Runner going on the pitch, and ball's fouled off. Cougars have a right-hander now beginning to throw. Don't Not sure if... Uh, that's uh, Jared Lesser yeah. down there. I think Weiss will go another. Yeah, Lesser just really kind of stretching right now, just yeah. uh, playing catch. So it would be nice to get Weiss. They want to get him just a little bit of yeah. enough work, a bullpen session, and have him all ready for this weekend. Here's the 0-1. That's high and tight. Coach really likes to, in these staff days on midweek games, Coach likes to reward those pitchers that go out there and throw a clean inning. If you throw a quick clean inning, he usually rewards you with one more inning, if not two. So Ben had a great second inning. He gets to go back out there for the third. Ball popped up. Second baseman shortstop. Uh, second baseman calls him off, makes the play. So two men are down after the leadoff single. And that will bring Abraham Valdez, who singled his first time up. Valdez, 5'11", 185. Very good defensively behind the plate. Really frames the ball well. Valdez is a hitter that can really wear out that left field short porch. He's got some power. Quick throw to first base, and uh, back in safely is uh, Austin Deming. It's a little too close for comfort right there with two outs. You want to let your hitter get the out, not a guy on the bases. As we mentioned, Cougars home this weekend against Portland. Pitches outside the next Tuesday night. Oregon comes to Provo in a night game, 6 o'clock Tuesday night. Oregon Ducks in Provo and then uh, St. Mary's in the weekend series, and uh, I know I feel like we owe St. Mary's one, and I, I yes, think the, the, the team probably feels the same way after last uh, year's three-game series. There's a little looper into right field, base hit. 
Deming will hold at second base, and Valdez now two for two in the ballgame. Yeah, got a breaking ball in the inner half and just inside out, a nice line drive, little looper to right. Right fielder doesn't play deep here because of the shallow right field wall, so Deming couldn't go first to third. He wasn't even to second by the time he had filled the ball in right. Now it's a big time for Jelich to come up and get a big knock, really get his confidence going because if he can get going, Brent, it's really going to change the dynamic of this offense. Jelich steps in, sophomore out of uh, Laverne, California. Pitches down low. Nice job by the catcher, Drew Sims, to knock that thing down, keep it in front of him. Yeah, and I remember our, our first game we had with these guys two weeks ago. He saved probably four runs in that game of just pitches that were so far out of the zone and in the dirt that he was able to block that it was unbelievable. He works hard back there, especially being that he's six foot four. You don't see that very often. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Jelilich uh, grounds one foul up onto the berm area. As it jumped up and over the fence, and the young man down there excited. He's got the lead, and he's going he's gonna to pick that ball up. You're hoping that the nine hole can really just relieve the pressure of Jelilich and just say, hey, just go hit. You're not a leadoff. Just, just go hit and be who you can be. Ball and a strike. And the pitch. That's over for call strike two. Yeah, that's a good pitch right there. Fastball, belt high. On the outer half, two strikes now. You just got to go battle. Put a ball in play. Jelic steps back in, one and two the count. Pitch is just off the plate, just held off Ooh. that curveball very close. Yes, it was close. <laughs> Too close to take. If I'm Jelly, I'm hacking at that pitch. At least just trying to foul it yeah. off, worst case. But he got the benefit now, 2-2. Get yours and hit yourself a line drive. You don't have tons of speed out there. Deming isn't extremely quick, and, and Valdez has catcher speed is what I like to call it. Catchers hate to hear you call it that, <laughs> but we'll, we'll call it that. 2-2 two, two pitch. That's way outside ball three. I've been calling it that way for 29 years, and every catcher who's ever caught at <laughs> BYU just gives me nothing but grief about that. Yeah. Uh, there's not too many catchers I've met in my <laughs> life that can run. Well, anytime you need to squat for nine innings, yeah. they, they have good reason not to run fast. Exactly. Three and two the count to Jellich. There goes the runners. That pitch is outside, ball four, bases loaded, and Brian Sue coming up. Yeah, and that's a fantastic walk there. One-two count, got it all the way back, took two close pitches, and then took the, the slider in the dirt to get up. You know, your hottest hitter in Brian Sue that's batting 413 on the year. So really good at bat there by Danny Jellich in the nine hole. And that's what he needs to do, Brent, is take his walks. Okay, at the, in the leadoff spot, he, was, he only had three walks and 20 strikeouts, right? That, just, that doesn't get it done. Do that. doesn't get nope. it done in the leadoff nope. spot. He's too talented and too dynamic with his speed that he's got to flip that, right? It's got to be the opposite. And so it's really good to see him take those sliders and get on base because when he's on base, it's electric. We are going to get a pitching change for UVU. Let's take a 60-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU Baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here. Spencer Triplett, number 16, is going to be brought into the ballgame as a Triplett 7.59 earned run average. This will be his... Eighth appearance of the year, all in relief. He's thrown 10 innings, given up 14 hits, 10 runs. He has given up two home runs this year, and uh, opponents hitting 333 off of uh, Spencer Triplett. He'll face uh, Brian Sue, who has walked and singled in the ball game. Triplett is a uh, JC transfer out of South Mountain Community College. But he's out of Providence, Utah. Went to Mountain Crest High School. So hmm. went from Mountain Crest down to South Mountain down in the Phoenix area. And now here to the Wolverines for his last two years of collegiate baseball. I bet he's happy to re return back home, close to home, so the parents and family can come see him. Sue steps in with bases juice. The Cougars have scored two in the first, two in the second. And the first pitch to Brian Sue is a breaking pitch over for a call, strike one. Ryan has scored one of the Cougars' four runs here 
today. Cougars uh, four runs on seven hits. And triplets pitch to Sue again. A good job by Drew Sims. I, you know, part of that six foot four frame right there helped him yeah. knock that pitch down. Yeah, but it's know, tough to get that big body moving. It is, yeah. But he he works. He's got good feet. Gets his body around everything. You're right, though. If he wasn't six four, his legs wouldn't be able to get around that pitch. One ball, one strike. The count to Brian Sue. Now the pitcher wants to change baseballs. Cougars come in 13 wins, five losses, looking to pick up a win here tonight. Then they've got a big three-game series with Portland this weekend up at uh, Larry Miller Field. It's a huge series, Brent. Portland's a good team. Got to get back in the win column. Here's the 1-1. Sue Rams this one into center field, base hit. One run scores. Here comes Valdez. And he will score as they throw behind the runner at second base. And so Sue with a two-out, two-RBI single, and the Cougars lead 6-2. Yeah, it's nice to see your senior leaders stepping up today so far in this game. It's the last time they're going to play UVU in their career. And Brock's got four RBIs and Sue's got two. So great at-bat there by Brian. Got to elevate a fastball and hit it right back up the middle. Man, that guy, the baseball must look like a softball to a beach ball to him right now because he is hot. He was hitting 403 coming into the contest, and he's two for two today. And Brian Call, who has flown out and walked in the game, steps in. First pitch, fastball in the outside corner for a strike. And his walk was a fantastic walk in the second inning to get Brock Hill up. It's one of those ones, kind of the cardinal sin of baseball. You can't walk that hitter, is what Eric Matson is saying. You can't walk that hitter to get to Brock Hill. He did a good job getting on base. Pitch to um, Call. He swings and misses. Looked like a change yeah, there. Call was. out in front. That was pitch. a good changeup, too. Started away and ran way in the other batter's box. So Call behind in the count 0-2. With Brock Hale on deck. 6-2, Cougars leading. And there's a throw back to second base. They almost got him. Jellich a little slow reacting. Shortstop came in behind him. Good throw right to the bag. Jellis just beat that throw back in. Yeah, just got back in time. Call steps back in, batting from the left side. Here's the pitch, and that ball hammered pretty good. Deep right field, looking up. Ryan Call has hit his first collegiate home run. Cougars lead 9-2. Pitch that looked like it was a, maybe a little bit low. And, boy, left-handed hitters like that low ball. And Call just went down and hit a rocket out of here. And the Cougars have scored five here in the third inning. Yeah, fantastic swing, Brian Call. Welcome to Collegiate Baseball. Fantastic. Fastball down and in. It just threw his barrel and hammered that ball. Great swing. Right fielder Marco didn't even make a move. as He knows how that uh, fence comes in down the line and... Cougars nine runs on nine hits, and we're still just in the third inning. I, I, I love seeing guys succeed that get a chance. They haven't really had too many at-bats in the year. I mean, he came in with no at-bats on the year and comes in and gets his first knock at three-run shot. First pitch, down low, ball one. Not too many guys can say their first hit yeah. of collegiate baseball. Yeah. Division one was a three-run home run. No kidding. One and all the count to Brock Hill, and uh, so far they haven't given Hill anything near the zone. As Brock with a two-run home run in the first, a two-run double in the third or in the second, as he steps in there for the third time, he's hit in every inning. Another pitch down low, ball three. Wolverines, another right-hander up in the pen. Pitch to Hill. Knee-high fastball over for a call. Strike one. Hill hammers one deep to left field. Left fielder going back. 
at the track, makes the catch for the out. Brock Hill got just a little bit under that pitch. Sent it uh, to the wall, but the catch is made for the Cougars in the inning. Five runs on four hits. No errors, nobody left. We're through two and a half, nine two. Cougars leading the Wolverines on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Jake Berry will step in for UVU. First pitch outside, ball one. Had some excitement here. Trevor Howell, the starting shortstop for the Wolverines, just uh, got engaged at the third base bag. He asked uh, Meg's her name for her hand in marriage. Uh, I've seen that done before, maybe after a game. I'm not sure if I've seen it done during yeah, a game, never, especially a starter. Yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> see if maybe he's a pitcher who pitched on the weekend who's not going to throw or something, but I've never seen it during a game. And and he's a starter. <laughs> yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, good for him. Yeah. 2-0 the count to Jake Berry, the number nine hitter, and the 2-0 pitch is up high for ball three. Cougars nine, Wolverines two. Cougars nine runs on nine base hits. And the 3-0 pitch inside four balls four. So the number nine hitter with a four-out walk to lead off the third inning here in Orem. UCCU ballpark still. If you're listening, come on down to the ballparks. Not a, not much of a crowd. Plenty of great seats and beautiful night for baseball. Still some sunshine out there in a few spots. If you're Ben Weiss, that's not what you want to do in a 9-2 ball game. You just walk the nine hole to get to the leadoff. You've you got to attack these guys and make them earn everything. Cody Hall, who singled and came in on the home run off the bat of uh, Marco Alexander, steps in. And the first pitch outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Cody Hall, the senior out of American Fork. Second baseman for UVU. And the 1-0 pitch is up high for ball two. So six consecutive uh, balls thrown by Ben Weiss. And now Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach for the Cougars, quickly out of the dugout. Cougars have the uh, right-hander up ready. I never quite understand the pitcher's psyche in situations like this, Brent. I, I was a hitter in college, not a pitcher. And uh, I used to think I could pitch, but I was never good enough. But, uh, like, how do you go from having a perfect inning the inning before where he spotted up his fastball, his curveball, he looked fantastic, to coming out and throwing six straight balls to start after your team got a huge lead for you? It's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Do you lose a little focus, a little concentration? He was on the bench for quite a while. Yeah, well, that's what you, you wonder. Know, you, I mean, you just wonder. You never yeah. know. But uh, he's definitely come out here and uh, acting like he's he's lost uh, a little bit of focus. Yeah, we just got to refocus. Great job by Coach Bradshaw to take him out and visit, refocus him in, and get him back in the zone and uh, see what he can do here. Two balls, no strikes. Cody Hall steps back in. And the pitch over for a strike. Good pitch right there. You could tell Cody was taken all the way right there. We mentioned Hall, a 242 hitter, seven RBIs on the year. Batting from the right side. And here is Weiss's pitch, and there's a bunt attempt. Bunted back up and over the top of the netting here. Not a bad idea. You got the middle infield playing double play depth. Left-handed pitcher, if you push bunt that there, you probably get a hit out of that. But now it's Two and two, Ben got back in the count. Now he can go back to that breaking ball that he likes, see if he can get a swing and miss here or get you a double play ball. Two and two, Weiss from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Down low, gets away from Valdez, and the runner will move up. That'll be a wild pitch off of uh, Ben Weiss. And the count uh, goes full three and two. On deck, the... uh, Young man that just got engaged, uh, Trevor Howell. 
he's a brave kid. I could never do that and focus and all that in, in a game, especially talk, a rivalry game. You talk about losing focus. I yeah. mean, we talk about a pitcher sitting out an extra five minutes because of a long half inning. You, yeah. you get engaged, and there might be who who knows that he might be more hyper focused now. If she yeah, said absolutely. no, yeah, that'd be different. He would, they would have had to take him out. Yeah, he, she he, was jumping up and down though. Yeah. You could tell she was excited. <laughs> Three and two, Weiss on the hill from the stretch and the pitch. There's a line drive, base hit, left center field. That's going to score a run. And uh, nine to three now the score as uh, Cody Hall drives a ball into the left center field alley. Nice job by Jellich to cut that one off and hold him to a single. I tell you what, Cody Hall is turning into a cougar killer. He had three hits against us. Two weeks ago, and then two hits today. So he he's seeing the ball well against the Coug staff this year. Trevor Howell now. He struck out looking his first time up against uh, Ryan Brady. For those of you just tuning in, Ryan Brady coming off uh, Tommy John surgery, just about a, exactly an anniversary date. I think, what, four days off his van- anniversary date? Yeah, just date about a, a year and a week, I think, yeah. to the day when he got injured. So In Hawaii. And uh, he'll be a real asset to this club. Was on a 25-pitch count and got through one inning. I feel and bad for him because he had the two good strikeouts and then just made the one mistake. Pitch has popped up foul. So no balls and a strike to Trevor Howe. Wolverines on the road this weekend to Seattle. And here's the 0-1. Just off the plate for a ball. Seattle in March is a scary time to go up there. I heard it was nice this week in the mid-70s, but I'm telling you, the Cougars have gone up there. I've gone up there and played games. And they've got an all-turf field like we've got. Yeah. Three days of constant rain, and you just play right through it. It's not fun baseball. 1-1 pitch. Quick throw to first base and the runner back in safely. Cougars will be in Seattle a little later in the year to take on the University of Washington, not Seattle U. Those games will be played on um, April 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Well, check that. I've got the wrong dates there. They will be played uh, on uh, April 18th, 19th, and 20th in Seattle. 1-1 pitches up high, ball two. Still nobody out here in the bottom of the third. 12 runs scored so far here. Nine by BYU, three by the Wolverines. And Trevor Howell stepping back in with a 2-1 count. These staff days can always be a little nerve-wracking. You never just quite know what you're going to get on the mound. Pitches fouled up and out of play. Well, and the thing about these games here, Brent, is is the way that it's shaped out this year, Coach Littlewood knows who he likes to go to in the in the big situations on the mound. He knows his four or five really consistent relievers that are putting up the numbers to, to grind in more innings. So in games like this on Tuesday, you try to give a few guys that haven't had a chance to pitch as much this year and, and hope that they can go in there and execute. So you just never quite know what you're going to get. you got confidence that they can do it, but you just got to see them do it. Ball fouled off again. And so the count remains at two balls, two strikes. Well, it's, uh, you know, Coach Littlewood, I know playing Utah Valley, playing University of Utah, they're big games. I mean, he considers them very big games. Well, they're Um, huge for recruiting, Brent. I mean, in-state, you want to own the state because we had a ton of kids on our roster from from Utah, and you want to continue being known as the best team in the state. 2-2 pitch just outside for ball three. So Ben Weiss walked the first batter, then gave up the wild pitch, the RBI single, and now he's gone three and two on Howell. And here's the pitch from Weiss. That's inside ball four. So two walks and a single given up in the inning. 
And that is going to be it for Ben Weiss. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with a new Cougar pitcher right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jared Lesser, the new pitcher for BYU. Lesser will step in. He'll be the third pitcher BYU has had in the ballgame. Uh, Jared Lesser, worry number 22, 6'4", junior. Transfer out of uh, Utah State Eastern University in Price. Jared Lesser on the year. Two wins, a loss. This will be his seventh appearance. Five of those appearances have been starter as a starter. 6.61 earned run average. He's thrown 16 innings, and he's brought on here with runners at first and second base. Nobody out. Wolverines already with a runner across the plate, and Beltran steps in. Beltran struck out his first time up. We're looking to minimize this inning now. You've already given up a run. You have a six-run lead. Just looking for outs right here. First pitch fouled off. Lesser coming off a less than stellar outing. He only went one inning in his start against Gonzaga. And the Cougar bullpen came out and just took over. McIntyre and uh, McLaughlin did a great job. Yeah, you know, Lesser's best outing this year was when he came out of the pen early in the season. And so transitioning back to there to see how that goes for him. The one pitch, good curveball there. Drops in for a strike, 0-2. He's dynamic. I mean... He's a guy that can really pitch. He's got three to four pitches he can throw for a strike. Just been leaving a few pitches elevated his last couple of starts and getting himself into trouble. And it's really his first innings, Brent, that he's been getting himself in trouble. Then he usually settles in for four or five innings. 0-2, Lesser, the big kid, big right-hander from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Fastball just missed outside. Good 0-2 pitch right there by Jared. 11 return missionaries on this team, eight married. This team represented uh, players from eight different states. Coach Mike Littlewood in the seventh year as the head coach of the Cougars. And the pitch, little looper center field, long run for Jelilich. He's not going to get there, and that's going to load him up. That's a good pitch right there, just off the end of the bat. It's just a little nubber that lands. Bloop single up the middle. Jelic came hard, just drops right in front of him. Tough break there for Lesser. Made a good pitch, and sometimes the hitter just finds a way. Well, you hit that ball, a round ball off a round bat, and sometimes yep. uh, you never know where it's going to land. never know. Sometimes you can square it up and hit it right at one guy, and other times you pop, bloop one over, just like we saw right there. You'd like to think they kind of even up throughout the year as uh, Marco Alexander steps in. He had the home run down the left field line his first time up, and the first pitch from Lesser is over for a strike. Yeah, you're looking for a strikeout or ground ball or pop-up right here. If you give up one more run, it ain't the worst thing if you can get yourself a double play here. That pitch is hammered left center field. That's in for extra bases. One run scores, two run scores, and the Wolverines are going to hold that other runner at third base. So a double scores two more. And just like that, the Wolverines have put three on the board, score nine to five. Looked like a hanging curveball right there, and uh, Marco Alexander, a good good double right there. Yeah, good piece of hitting there by Marco. He's seen the ball well. Home run and a double, four ribbies on the day. Still nobody out here. Runners at second and third base, and uh, Drew Sims, who grounded out his first time up, will come to the plate. First pitch to Sims is down low in the dirt for a ball. And like you said, still no outs here in the inning. So good answer here after the Cougs put up a five spot in the third for UVU. There have been three hits and two walks in the inning. And that ball's hit right field. Brock Hale right in his steps makes the catch. He'll throw in. Both runners will advance. And the score now 9-6 to six as the Wolverines put another one on the board. 
Four runs in the inning. Alexander moves up to third base. Still only one man out. And that will bring Sims to the plate. Or check that, not Sims. That'll bring uh, McMadsen to the plate. Sims with a sack fly RBI. McMadsen, the freshman, after serving a mission back uh, playing for his dad here at UVU. And the interesting thing about this ballpark, that ball looked like it was hit about 100 feet. But Brock Hale did not move. I mean, that's yeah. short. That's how short that right field wall is. Yeah, it really is. It's it's diff- It's definitely different. You'd think, and I say this every year, but when they designed this ballpark, they could have done some things, I think, fairly easily. Pitches uh, outside corner for a strike. You know, move the move the plate back maybe ten feet. Take the berm back a little bit. Yeah, you know, I agree. And left. I mean, yeah. there's just a few things that would have made it a little more legitimate of the ballpark. Does a hitter here, if you can pull the ball, I mean, you're going to have home run numbers that are just going to be unbelievable. Even with these bats, you can imagine the old old yeah. time bats in the '80s. No kidding. Pitches up high for a ball one and two, to Madsen. Mads now calls timeout as third base coach walks over and says something to his uh, base runner, Alexander. 1-2, fly ball, foul and out of play. Madsen, I, I, I believe they live in Lehigh now, but I believe he went to American Fork High School. Yep, he did. Won a state championship there. Cavemen have put some good baseball teams together here. Well, a lot of good high school, Utah County high school teams. Yeah, there's some good teams in Utah County with a bunch of talented players. Ball and two strikes. There's a ground ball out to the shortstop. Boy, the base runner right there made a mistake. Didn't get a good read on that ball. He should have scored on that ground ball to the shortstop, wasn't able to as Clough threw the runner out at first base. Yeah, and Casey actually deked him. Casey took two hard steps, and I think he thought the third baseman was going to field that on the second hop, and that it would be an easy throw out at the dish. But it clearly got by Casey, and Clough threw him out at first, and no chance for him to score. Kind of a break right there. was. Especially if you can get an out here. Two men out, Cade Poulsen struck out his first time up. And that pitch is... Drops in for a strike. Boy, Lester's got a good curveball going here today. Yeah, he really does. Had a couple of Wolverines uh, flinching at the plate. Ball looks like it's coming at your left hip, and then all of a sudden it drops into the zone. Here's the 0-1. Little pop-up. Should be playable. Sue coming over. Foul territory. Makes the play for the out. And that will do it for the Wolverines. They got four runs. They got those four runs on... Three base hits, no errors, one man left. We're through three complete, 9-6. Cougars leading the Wolverines on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.